0: Good morning. Glad you're here with us this morning. We are breaking in a new location. This is our first week in Ontario Ranch, as Thad mentioned. And I'm glad you're here for our first service. We're going to get used to this place. We are turning the page on a new chapter in the life of Church in the Valley today. And as we do, I'd like to take a few minutes to recap our mission and the journey that God's been taking us on so far. Uh, we we've moved our location. I, I like to say wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> Sometimes we think when we move we're gonna we're gonna be you know all of a sudden things are gonna change <clears throat> and life's gonna be different, but that that hopefully as you move, you can make some changes, but at the same time, wherever you go, there you are. And, and that's true of our congregation. We're here in, in Ontario now, and we're going to have the same mission. We're going to have the same values and we're going to uh, have the same vision. So I'd like to just walk through what our mission, our vision, and our values are, uh, briefly, uh, we, we've met in, Cindy and I, my wife Cindy and I were counting up all the different buildings that we've met in uh, over the last 30 years, and this is number, at least number 10. So that that's good. We are very grateful that God's provided this, this place for us to meet in. Cindy and I moved to Diamond Bar to start a church in 1987, 30 years ago, that would become Church in the Valley uh churches really are more than buildings we met in 10 plus different buildings at different times um really a church is a relational community with with a purpose and so we we are a community of folks it was fun uh, a bunch of people were here yesterday to help set up the the place uh and get ready for it today kind of Figure out how to break it in and and uh, get used to being here. Set up all the equipment the, the, in, a, in a new place. And the custodian said, "Wow, I've never seen anything like this." He said, "This is a this is a relational community. I mean, this is a real community," is what he said, and that that's true. I'm very grateful for what God's done here among us. Um, Churches are much more than buildings. It's a community of people who are, are coming together to serve God's purpose. Our mission as a church is to help people come to know and then grow in Christ. That's, that's our mission. That's what we've been doing. Over the past 30 years, we've had the privilege of seeing well over 200 people come to know Christ who hadn't yet decided to follow him and then be baptized in him as well. Uh, As a statement of their faith, we're going to have a baptism coming up, and baptism is simply just a public statement that I've decided to follow Christ. God has been faithful to use us for his purpose in this. Also, uh, when we started, our, our hope was that if the Lord would allow, we would be able to start New churches that had the same mission that would help people come to know and grow in Christ, and it's been exciting to watch God work through us to give the resources that we needed to extend beyond ourselves and the strength to do that. We what happens is when you when you start new churches, more people. Can come to know and grow in Christ. So it's, it's, it's fun because we're here in this location and there are four other churches that have started out of us and people are coming to know Christ and growing in Christ in those locations as well. So there's more going on than we see here and we've had the privilege to be a part of that over the years. Been very exciting to watch this. So here's a recap of our journey so far in terms of extending uh, ourselves beyond uh, wherever we are at the given time and um, kind of what God's done in and through that and how he's brought us to this place. Uh, the first new church that was started was started by Gary and Joni Hamilton in Chico, California in 1990. Uh, here's a picture of a service that they were having. They've recently God's provided for them to purchase property, and they're really thriving in that location there and in Chico. Thad and Rhonda King went out to start Pierpoint Church in 1995. Here's Thad and Rhonda, and this church is smaller in size, but very effective at seeing people come to know Christ and grow in him. Uh, They've seen over 230 people uh, commit their life to Christ and come to know him through Pierpoint Josh and Erica De La Rosa and a launch team uh, went to Riverside to start Orange Crest Community Church in 2007. Orange Crest celebrated a 10-year anniversary uh, in February. It was fun. was able to be there. Uh, here's a picture of their service at the 10th anniversary. And then they did something fun. They celebrated baptism on this day, and they took a drone picture of the people all out for the baptism. That's pretty cool, isn't it? They're, they're hip. You know, they're, they're with it. They're cool. Um, I just dated myself, didn't I? <laughs> oh, well. Um, and then about eight years ago, Alex Barrett and his wife, Samantha, began to sense a call from God uh, to start a new congregation. He's our pastor of the campus in Alhambra. And his sense of the call and his explaining that to me, that all made sense to me. I thought that'd be great. And he asked me how much time uh, I thought Church of the Valley would need to get ready to launch him out. And I, I said three to five years. So much for my estimate. thats That was eight years ago. <laughs> but he's been very patient and considerate uh, and has really helped out. But when he mentioned going out uh, to plant a church, these are the things I thought we needed to do in order to get ready to launch him out. Uh, First of all, to add an Alhambra campus, uh, because we had several members in that area. We were stretched over a great geographical area, like 60 miles uh, of area and we needed to add a campus so people in that area could uh, come to know and grow in Christ and our members and attenders could bring their friends and family to the congregation to the worship. And then the second thing we were aiming to do was move the Diamond Bar campus and then third, send out a launch team. Um, Al- Alex Barrett and Samantha moved over to the Alhambra campus in twenty twelve. Here's a recent picture of the congregation meeting there in the Alhambra. Um, we we were so right away we're moving according to plan. You know, things are happening fairly quickly. We added the campus. That was clear. Uh, but we've we've been asking God for wisdom on our next steps. Uh, on the last two of these efforts uh, to prepare uh, for the launch of Alex and Samantha. And as time moved on, I began to sense in the summer of 2016, the Lord saying, you know what, we just need to set a date and get ready to launch Alex and Samantha out uh, to plant the church. And so we set a date of August 2018, them to go out. And at the beginning of this year, 2018, the clock the clock is ticking and there were still many unanswered questions, how this was all going to work, what God was going to do to provide for it to work. The main questions were where would the Diamond Bar campus move? Who would be on the launch team for the new church start? And who would be the pastor of the Alhambra campus since Alex was launching out in August of 2018? So it's, you know, New Year comes, we still have no no answers to these questions. Uh, at the end of our leadership community meetings, we almost always pray. We have several requests. Here's the prayer request from the November uh, leadership community meeting. Uh, wisdom for selecting a launch team, the right man to lead the Alhambra con- congregation, and for God to speak to him as well about it, because that would need to happen. And then uh, the best location for Diamond Bar to move. So we went into this year with these questions. We, we weren't quite sure what God was going to do and how he was going to provide. In all these ways, Um, Cindy and I, uh, we had decided, or we had sensed the direction to sell our house and um, move out to the Ontario area. Uh, We're going to move to the Ontario ranch area. And as we sensed this, we still had these questions. Um, When we put our home on the market, it was January 5th. No questions answered, still moving into the fog. Um, God did something as we sold our house that was really very encouraging to us. Um, we We had three offers on the house. We sold the house in nine days. They're going quick around here. Um, but we had three offers on the house. My wife would always Google the name of. The, the people who were putting the offer in and anyway, th- through her googling a name we found out that one of the couples that were putting an offer in on our house was connected to a group of churches that one of the one of the guys who grew up in Church in the valley, Randy Tuchiyama, he got to know them and connected with this group of churches when he went to UC San Diego. And so, anyway, we, we found this out as they were looking at the house, and they put an offer in. We accepted the offer. And come to find out, this, this couple had moved to the L.A. area in order to start a church. And so we were, we were amazed and encouraged that, that God brings this buyer along. Now, I would have sold my house to anybody. If they were, you know, if they could get a loan or if they could pay the money, that'd be fine. I would have done that. But God puts this together so that our home that we've had for 20 years and that we dedicated the Lord, we used it for ministry, it's going to continue being used for ministry. That was just, you know, we're walking into this year not knowing how God's going to do it, how he's going to arrange things, but that was... Deep confirmation, deep encouragement, and real confirmation to me that God was at work and that we're heading in the right direction. That's that's the way it goes. Um, you take a step of faith, and you hear the voice behind you saying, this is the way walking it." God confirms after you take the step any, uh, 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 of faith moving forward. So since the beginning of this year, all of the questions have been answered. It's amazing. It's March 25th. We're in this place. <laughs> this is what God has opened up, the place God's given us to meet in, in the Ontario area. We have a launch team uh, for North Fontana and a pastor for the Alhambra campus. It's being announced uh, at the Alhambra campus this morning who the pastor is. And I would tell you, but we're a little bit ahead of them. So I don't want the text to start blowing people up. <laughs> I could tell you after if you'd like to know. <laughs> um, anyway, very, very grateful. So all of these, we've had a lot of moving parts and a lot of all this stuff going on uh, in in our campus here. And last week, then, that brings us to last week, we celebrated... Our last Sunday in Diamond Bar. Here's the picture we took. We brought all the kids in, and uh, we we took took this picture. That was a lot of fun. It's a memory. That's yeah, what you do. You take a. I tried to take a selfie, but it didn't work. It was too too difficult. We took this picture, and so now we're worshiping in our new location. This is this is fantastic. This is a great place. We established a building fund. Building Expansion Fund in 2015, uh, and I was very encouraged, looking back at the notes from our 30th anniversary, I had uh, talked about um, where we were at, at our 30th anniversary in September, and our, our total amount in the Building Expansion Fund was 228000 today it's grown to 405000 So God is really providing there. Our goal is to find a more permanent location in this area to purchase or to lease. So Church in the Valley began in Diamond 30 years ago. God has been so faithful to, to us to provide and to work all these details out. And we look forward to the future with much anticipation. Now, I was driving around the other day, and this song came up on my Pandora playlist. Um... I think it's Tim McGraw. I think I'll take a moment to celebrate my age, ending of an era and the turning of a page. Now it's time to focus in on where I go from here. Lord, have mercy on my next 30 years. Now that's the only part that applies to what we're <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about today. The rest of it goes a little off in a different direction. <laughs> But here's, here's my adaptation of this song. Let's take a moment, celebrate our age, ending of an era and the turning of a page. Now it's time to focus on where we go from here. The Lord will have mercy on our next 30 years. If you're our guest today, we'd love for you to join us here for the next 30 years, Lord, Lord willing. The Lord allows We'd love for you to to join in and help us, because we aim to be the planting of the Lord in Ontario Ranch. This is our goal. This is what we want. God has placed us in Ontario for a great purpose. We can expect God to be faithful to do what only God can do, and we have the privilege of working under him as he changes lives, as he helps us be a part of helping people come to know Christ, and then as he grows us and changes us, all of us, over time. Here's a passage of what we can expect God to do as we allow him to work in us. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To grant those who mourn in Zion. To give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. The garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. This was our theme at our 30th anniversary. And it's it's a great description of what happens in the lives of people who decide to follow Christ. People who give their lives to Christ and... The changes that he makes, what God can only do in the life of a person. This is the core reason we exist as a congregation. To help people come to know Christ and grow in Christ. Uh, Here's what he does. Broken hearts are mended. Captives find liberty and are set free from prison. Spiritually no longer in bondage to the enemy, Satan. Beauty is traded for ashes. The oil of gladness is exchanged for mourning. A garment of praise is worn instead of a faint spirit. When a person decides to follow Christ, one of the many things he intends for their life is to make them into oaks of righteousness. He does this. To to be righteous simply means to live your life with the aim of doing what's right before God when you do what's right before God, then you do what's right before people. Because he loves everybody on the face of the earth. So righteous, we're, we're to be oaks of righteousness. And he, he, he wants to make us into people who more and more live righteously for him. He does this by taking up residence in our heart once we decide to follow Christ. Jesus comes into a heart and life and begins to change that person into someone who wants to do what's right before God. And in the process, they become a blessing to their family and friends. He changes us. Here's an acorn. We looked at this at our anniversary. Here's an acorn. That, those are very small leaves. You can see uh, that the acorn is a very small seed. This is similar to the, an illustration that Jesus used. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, a very small seed, much smaller than an acorn, but it grows into a great tree. And when you decide to follow Christ, he plants himself in the person of his Holy Spirit in your heart, in your life, at the core of your being. And he begins to grow you into what he hopes or what he's planning to make you into is an oak of righteousness. He wants us to grow into a tree that provides shade for our family and friends. This is what oaks do. I think it's one of the best reasons oaks exist on a hot day to run under them and get in the shade. That really helps. Um, Here's a picture of the trunk of the largest oak in the United States. It's right here in the San Bernardino Mountains. That's huge. You can see the people there. That's just a huge trunk. This tree is 97 feet high, much taller than this roof. Uh, the trunk is almost 42 feet in circumference and 98 feet wide at the crown or canopy. Kind of amazing that small acorn can grow into an oak like that. that. That is a lot of shade <laughs> that's being provided by that tree. And this is what God wants to do in and through us. As people, he he wants to make us into people who will provide shade and blessing to many others. Here's an oak tree grove. Our aim as a congregation is to grow in Christ so he can make us into oaks of righteousness to provide shade along the path of life for our neighbors, friends, and family. Our hope is to grow with this area. Here's, here's a sign. There are projected to be 150,000 new residents in this area. Uh, that is tremendous growth that's projected. 46,000 new homes. And then, as, as people are moving into the area, often those who maybe weren't in, interested in seeking Christ or knowing Christ, just the change of moving into an area opens them up to investigate what it means to follow Christ. We'd love to help people. This is our centerpiece of what we do here at Church in the Valley, is we want to help not-yet-Christians come to know Christ and begin to grow in Him, because it's such a blessing to themselves and everybody around them. When people move into a new area, they need a new church. And so we, we welcome those who follow Christ and want to help us serve His purpose as we walk through the the journey of of the years ahead, in a real way, we exist for the community and for those who aren't even a part of us yet. That's why we exist. We, We hope to be a new home for many who are seeking Christ or who know Christ and need a church home. The Bible shows us how to invest in the city where we live. Very clear directions from the Lord. And this is what we want to do here in this area. In Scripture, we learn that God's plan for us unfolds as we plant our lives today. Now, we're going to look at Jeremiah 29. And in, in this passage, uh, God is speaking through Jeremiah to the people of Israel, God's people at the time, who find themselves in very bad circumstances. They were in exile for 70 years, which meant they would be there for an entire generation, maybe almost two generations. They had been captured and taken uh, to a country foreign and hostile to their way of life. The Babylonians were barbarians, and the real kind, not the kind you see on a movie screen. I mean, it's okay to watch barbarians on a movie screen, but if you're captured by them, And living among them, that's that's horrendous. We're in in a fantastic place to live. You know, this this country, this location, we're not in exile among barbarians. But still, the words of Jeremiah apply to us as well. The instructions God gave them, uh, the Israelites, in these circumstances, great guidelines for making the most of our opportunity wherever we plant ourselves. Here's what God instructs. but seek the welfare of the city where I've sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you find your welfare. This is the way it works. We, we find ourselves in a specific location and we plant ourselves there. How do we plant ourselves? This passage gives great direction. How do we plant ourselves here? In this area, put down roots, build houses and live in them. Be a great neighbor. Have, have a heart to connect with your neighbors and to serve the, the folks that God places you around. Set an example in the way you care for your home. Neighbors appreciate that. The lawn's mowed and things look nice. Be a witness that way for the, for the Lord. Be productive. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Be wholehearted at work. Aim to bless your boss. Further And and work hard in the ministry here. Uh, Further the work of the church that way. Focus on the goal of the effort, which is to honor God. We want to glorify God in everything. Multiply families. Multiply there and do not decrease. There's more than one way to multiply. We can have children, which we've figured out. How to do that at Church in the Valley? We have, you know, you should visit the the kids' zone area. There's there's a bunch there, um, but also spiritually, we we can multiply, we can uh, grow as well as we <clears throat> multiply spiritually and add more and more people to the congregation. Seek the welfare of the city. Do what you can to help the community around us. The church is a relational community. God puts in a geographic location to add value to the the community in that place. Pray for this city and its people. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. God responds to the prayers of his people. As we pray, he will be faithful to use our lives for a greater purpose. We're here in Ontario Ranch. To do what we've always done, to help people know Christ and grow in Christ. And may God allow us to accomplish that mission as we team up to do so. As I wrap up this morning, I encourage you to think through a way to respond personally uh, to what I've been talking about. If you're our guest here, I hope this gives you a little bit of a picture of who we are and what we're all about and what our aim is as a congregation, the mission God's given us. But I'd like to suggest a couple of next steps for you as well that you can consider taking today. Uh, The first one would be, help Church in the Valley be the planting of the Lord in Ontario Ranch by, and there may be something that you'd like to do to serve. Um, Thad mentioned during the uh, announcements, there there are several opportunities of serving there. Um, There may be some other ways that you can pitch in and help, or uh, just investigate what that means over the next several weeks. And then uh, another step would be to attend our Easter celebration next week and to invite uh, family and friends to that celebration. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for what you've done. We praise you, God, for being able to meet in this location. We thank you, Lord, for all that you will do. We know that you will be faithful to work through us, to change us, and to help us as we help People connect with you to know you and grow in you. Father, I pray that you'd you'd grant power and energy and motivation as as we set out to serve here in this area. May you be honored and pleased and glorified by everything that goes on. We thank you, Lord, for your help and for bringing us to this place. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.